Hello, hello, and welcome to the Heathen Weirdos podcast. Today, we are talking about the pitfalls that is mythic literalism. What is it? How do you avoid it? What's so bad about it? How the heck do you navigate it? So to start at the top, mythic literalism <laughs> is the idea of taking myths literally, quite simply. How that manifests in heathenry can be interesting, and ultimately it's a case of being aware that the myths, here the Norse myths, shouldn't be considered 100% having happened. At its worst, mythic literalism is essentially science denial. It's the idea that Yulmungandr is literally encircling the earth as we speak, or that everything you see was built from the skin, flesh, blood and bones of Emir. Now, if you've been listening to the podcast for some time, you might be thinking, okay, so where's the line? Because we talk as if, you know, we, we refer to it as the law. You know, it's kind of like the set in stone, the, the kind of the foundations, of, as we've described it previously, of our practice and faith. So how far do you take using the myths to inform your practice? Of course, this, this can vary person to person, but the way that I personally see it is that we use the myths to inform us about the nature of the gods. So their relationships, their temperaments, their associations, abilities to some degree, that sort of thing. I think a lot of it is a case of reading between the lines. So we have what essentially a, such a small percentage of the stories that were told over the history that involves our gods. There are perhaps hundreds more stories of, for say, Loki, where he wasn't quite as mischievous as we are led to believe. After all, as I will probably bring up later on, and what, what we've mentioned so many times in the past, is that the Eddas and basically all the sagas, whatnot, have a bias to them. And especially when it comes to the Eddas, there's a very Christian bias. So naturally, they were framing or looking to frame Loki as the bad guy. So anything that contradicted that image may have been glossed over. But yeah, so from things that we can infer is the idea that Odin was associated with wisdom, frenzy, poetry. He was a wanderer. He took many names, took many guises as well in the search for greater wisdom. You know, we can make the inference that Thor was the strongest of the gods. He was headstrong. He, you know, he had Mjolnir, but also he's a steadfast protector of Midgard and a champion of humanity. He's an everyman god, and I appreciate that. We can also infer the familiar relations. So that Thor is the son of Odin. Njorthur is the father of Frey and Freya. Things like that. So that those are the sort of conclusions we're drawing and we're using the stories to look back on and reflect. But yes, I wanted to touch a little bit more on the idea that the myths are pretty much recorded through the lens of a Christian and not a practitioner. So there is a distortion already embedded into it all. We, did, we don't know ultimately what was changed by Snorri et al. We have to look back on all of the stuff we use to inform our practice with the idea of, okay, so what could have been changed? What might have been exaggerated? For instance, we know that Snorri may have been using quite a lot of creative license when he was describing Hell's Realm. I did touch on that briefly in the Hell episode that I did recently. Like the idea of the hunger and famine and stumbling block and sickness bed. And, you know, it seems very over the top. So it might have been some additions added by Snorri to make it more in line with the Christian idea of hell, two L's. But we can perhaps look at the idea of hell being cast into the realm by the gods as being 
at least partially representative to the way death and maybe the goddess's health was seen by the other gods. Death, after all, is a very foreign idea to immortal beings. So they might have cast her out out of fear or how completely different uh, she was. And to kind of carry on this idea, the Hovermole was not written by Odin. I've seen that a few times. It'd be fun if you did, but there may have been words of wisdom passed down the generations, and that's probably what they were. Each verse or section may have had a separate story attached to it, so it's been lost to time. We really can only guess. It's it's not Odin didn't sit down to write the Hovermole, so don't take it literally as the words of Odin, but we can, the sort of inference that we can make is that those are the sorts of wisdoms that may have been held at the time. There is no worse a burden than too much alcohol. Don't overdrink. Um, you know, keep your wits about you. Look into corners before you enter buildings. Um, and if you see evil, call it evil. Uh, that sort of thing. Yes, another way that mythic lit mythic literalism can materialize is the which is very common is the idea of you can't worship two deities that might not have gotten along in the law. I think that sort of that idea that you can't work with Fenrir and Odin and Jormungandr and Thor comes more into question if you are to assume that Ragnarok isn't a thing. Uh, as most, I wouldn't, do most heathens think that? I don't know, but the heathens I'm surrounded by, we're surrounded by, definitely see Ragnarok as more of a Christian insertion or otherwise exaggerating uh, the impact of it. After all, we believe that the gods can't die, not in the way that humans can, not in any way permanent or otherwise debilitating. If you were to say that you can't work with Fenrir and Odin, well, chances are Ragnarok may not have been a thing or is not a thing. So that really only comes into play there. It feels very like poetic as a concept. It's almost like a storytelling device. What the myths are, they're stories that, that inform us about the gods. So if we are to take Lokasena literally, then Loki essentially pissed off all of the gods. But, you know, no mortal was in the hall if that ever happened. And if, going back to the idea of the gods being not like physical forms potentially, then there probably was no hall. Metaphysical hall. We don't know what words were said, but we can infer from what was written down as to how the practitioners of the, practitioners of the time, who, who potentially told the story in a very different form, saw the gods, uh, what they may have been associated with, what stories have potentially been lost, um, and the, the exchanges that are made give us some more insights in terms of the relationships between the gods, which we've covered in quite a lot of detail in other episodes. Um, you know, but the idea that Njortha wasn't fussed one way or another about Freya having slept with all the gods and elves in the hall, which is interesting, and it's and it's and it's gives us insight about how, for instance, the Vanir might have been seen as these kind of like symbols of sexual empowerment. But again, it's a lot of inference. It's looking between the lines. It's a lot of okay, this is mentioned briefly. What can we you know, say about that? It's about reflecting and analyzing the texts that you read uh, with a critical eye and i know ultimately this topic is quite difficult to get your head around um, i mean as we said before we refer to the myths as the law you know it's innate to our practice as heathens but and this is the crucial bit we shouldn't consider the law sacred as heathens we don't have a bible we don't have dogma and we shouldn't treat the Eddas as this beacon of truth. We should question them, we should analyze them, and we should break them apart. <laughs> Completely. I guess I wanted to also touch on how mythic literalism presents itself in other traditions. 
Namely, the most obvious one on the top of my head is the Hellenic tradition in that mythic literalists take the idea that Zeus was, well, not great in many aspects. Think about why Zeus was said to have many children from many different women to secure the godly lineage of some important historical figures. There was a political motivation behind it. And we do see a similar thing happen with Frey. And Snorri, Dami Snorri, particularly dips into this in the Heimskringla, namely making the gods mortal and giving them human offspring, who would be the kings that reigned in Scandinavia. So long story short, we should take all of the stuff that we read with a critical eye and think about the bias, the motivations, and the reasoning behind the stories. There is Snorri, I'm not going to say it again. He wrote with political leanings he want, he was very much a political ladder climber person he wanted to use the stories that he had been told as a child and you know been passed down the generations to further the political campaigns if you will of some important figures so of course he was going to make the gods human and tell all these stories that said they had loads of children and well, these children grew up to be like these great heroes and they became kings. These kings had a godly lineage that you know, passed down. They're fantastic people. So yes, mythic literalism is something to be constantly aware of. Reflect on how you approach the stories, how you read them. I think that's basically it. Yeah, if we carry on, it would just be me going, oh yeah, and this bit. <laughs> cool. Um, right, so don't forget, don't forget, don't forget to weave the connection between the like, subscribe, and bell button to stay up to date on our latest episodes. Give us a follow on Spotify and whatever it is you do on our podcasts. Like them, I don't know. Um, we have a Patreon, which is a thing. You can join it if you want to. No no problems if you don't want to uh, we have a discord server it is free and always will be we hang out there and talk about things mostly ms marvel at the moment we have merch it's on redbubble i think we're adding some more merch soon we post big episodes every other week and coffee breaks on wednesdays and lord deep dives on other wednesdays and other things that i will keep my mouth closed about because i don't know whether we will have released them by the time this episode comes out um is that everything and don't forget to keep heathenry weird mm -hmm.